gentlemen, we have finally arrived. It's win or go home. No punches pulled and every decision critical. Playoffs start now. Welcome to the ESFFL podcast. All right, everybody. Boy, oh boy, do we have a show today. Absolutely we do, and this is a very momentous episode of our podcast here, Owen. We are on two mics, uh, but before we get into that, everybody, this is ESFFL, the podcast, and I'm your host and Commissioner Zach. And I'm your co-host and co-commissioner, Owen. Owen, we've got two mics. we got two mics. We're two mic crew now. Yep, we are. We finally upgraded a little bit, so hopefully... Uh, both of our audios will come through clear pretty much all the time instead of kind of coming in and out because we've had uh, some of those instances for sure. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty tired of, you know, having our each other's hot ass breath like, <laughs> talking amongst that. It was, it was a challenge, but you should see the setup we have now. And it's we're living lavish. Absolutely. So, Owen, uh, real quick, let's see what Kim has to say for us this week. Weekly updates from around the ESFFL. Another phenomenal introduction by our girl, Kim. Uh, she has, again, been working hard. She actually did not even take Thanksgiving off Owen. She was here working on all of our new drops and making sure our mics were correctly, so great. Just in here practicing on her own time. Hey, she's an excellent employee, and we really appreciate having her around. Back so, home. <laughs> she is. So, Owen, on the waivers this week, we had pretty much nothing go down in compared to the other weeks that we've had. Well, we had a bunch of stuff going on last week, but fuck it. Who cares about having over then? Yeah, it's so playoff times. Yeah, well, we skipped a bunch of waivers from last week's uh, Wednesday run because we had the podcast a little bit early, but we don't care about those things. Yeah, uh, we are on to bigger and better things, and that is week 14's waivers. So uh, we only had three teams actually make some waiver moves. We had myself, the California Golden Yetis. I picked up Mike Williams for one dollar. Ryan Fitzpatrick for $6, and Rashad Penny for 51 fab, uh, outbidding David by $36 there. So we put in a $15 bid. Yeah, a pretty reasonable bid. Uh, and then you come over here with the $51. Yeah. Out of these three, which one are you most most happy that you, you picked up? Oh, it's for sure Rashad Penny. I mean, really? I spent $51 on him. So, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. So have to be I dropped uh, Matt Breida for him. And Matt Breida, he's been injured for weeks now and i really can't imagine myself starting him next right, week yeah and i think this is the new backfield that where the two guys are just going to start balling at the same time it was kind of that way in san francisco for a little bit but i hey i'm looking at seattle now i got rashad penny he's been playing great getting a lot more touches and i'm excited to see how it plays out yeah chris carson you know it was tough seeing him take that hit and i expected him to not be able to play the rest of the game but he came back in but was more uh, positive for you in that pickup was the fact that they let him carry the ball nonetheless, and they let Rashard Penny do his thing yep. and score. Yeah, I don't even mind if Chris Carson does play because uh, I think having a change of pace back like Rashad Penny yeah. coming in is going to be going to be uh, pretty nice in the playoffs. So I'm excited for it. Uh, also, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, tell me about this, man. I'm tilting a little bit. Uh-oh, you got three quarterbacks now? I got three quarterbacks. Oh, and really, I was, man, I was talking to Sid last night. I come in, it's like 10.30. I'm like, hey, Sid. Pacing around the house. I've got to talk to you about fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ran through the scenarios of Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and whether or not I should pick up Fitzpatrick. And I was like, man, I need to drop one of them. I can't roster three quarterbacks. But I'm going to roster three because I couldn't make the decision on who I'm going to start this weekend. Jeez. Well, we're going to have to dive into that in the later end of the episode. For I'm sure. excited to hear. Yep. And next up on the waivers, we had you, Owen, the Area 5150s. You picked up Jake Elliott for only three bucks. Yeah, Jake Elliott. He's my man going forward, at least this upcoming week. Brent Maher just absolutely shit his pants yeah. last week. Give me a giant goose egg in a much a very important matchup. Very important. And he just could not get a single one through the uprights. Very disappointing. Especially now that I'm picking up my rival in the Eagles, Jake Elliott. Yep. So you got the Thanksgiving donut and you dropped a kicker because of that. I mean, it's a good call. Yeah. Uh lastly on the waivers this week, we had team knock on wood if you're with me. David picked up Mike Gasicki for seven dollars, outbidding you, Owen, by just two. And also picked up Curtis Samuel for zero dollars. So Curtis Samuel's the uh, the league mattress bouncing around to everybody. Yeah, and 
he, everyone's had him, man. He's no, I don't even think anyone's paid money for him. Like maybe, but he's been pretty much free on the waivers all year. Um, he has the opportunity to get good weeks, but sometimes it just does not pan out. Mike Gesicki has been playing pretty good. Um, outbid you, Owen. So you had a bid in on him. Were you planning on starting him if you uh, if you got him? I was planning on starting him as a value. I think that it was possible that uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Evan Ingram was coming back, and uh, fortunately enough, he's starting to trend that way. All right. Well, that is it for the waivers. Like we said, there was just a little bit, no trades. Um, the news we don't really have any because we will dive into who made the playoffs. Uh, at the end of our recap here so on that note owen let's take a look at week 13 what do you say let's do it let's start right out hey what happened a whole lot happened so we had some critical matchups this week owen yeah as as you probably know steven was looking from the outside in trying to make his way squeeze into the playoffs yep and owen was hanging on by just a small thread there so it was there was lots of drama this week, and uh, we'll start right up here with Cooking with Dalvin, Jared at 9-3, and three, versus the Fireball Finger Blasters, Diego at 2-10. and 10. In this matchup, we have Jared, who has clinched a bye, and Diego, who has clinched a toilet bowl berth, facing off in what was truly a meaningless matchup. With nothing but pride on the line, Jared's team had an uncharacteristically low, slow week, with only two players, Mahomes and Will Letts, amassing more than 12 points. But facing Diego this week, he was able to escape with a Week 13 victory as Diego's team was carried this week by his defense, the Tennessee Titans, for 24 points. Diego and the Fireball Finger Blasters have finally been put out of their misery, finishing the 2019 regular season with a record of 2-11. and But the real story of this matchup is the injury of Dalvin Cook for Jared. Dalvin will be one to watch as the week progresses, but Jared may be in luck as he has earned a first-round playoff bye. And that is very critical. It's something I definitely took into consideration once I saw Dalvin come down. It's like, well, if this is serious enough, it could be a multiple-week thing. But from what I'm hearing, from what it sounds like, it's just, hey, he's ready to go next week. And having yeah. that one-week bye, like he's not having to rely on Dalvin, which... Yeah, because realistically, Dalvin, uh, I think he will play this week, but I think it will be more of a timeshare with Alexander Madison and not yeah. like a full workload for him. So right. uh, Jared may have really dodged a bullet here. Final score in this one was 110.90 to 94.3. So Diego didn't crack the century mark. His season is over. Um, he will be yeah. playing now in the toilet bowl. And he told me that he hasn't really been listening to the podcast because he's been losing. So Diego, if you're listening... You suck. I don't know. Congratulations on 10 and 11. <laughs> Never been done before until you came around. Uh, it may have been done before. Really? Maybe by myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, I think I may have won three games, but it's pretty bad. I had some bad seasons in the past. 2 11 is not, yeah, that's no, memorable. But Diego has a rich history in this league, and uh, I mean, I'm sure he'll be back next season and he'll be uh, fighting for a championship coming off this rough one. So. Next matchup up, though, we had Zeke of Nature, Tavo at 3-9 and nine versus Team Knock on Wood, if you're with me, David at 7-5. and five. Yes, and the upset of the year has finally dawned on us. After lighting a fire under the Zeke of Nature owner, Tavo, Tavo finally came around to play in a great matchup against the really Knock on Wood, if you're with me. Whether it was an unfortunate turn of events for David or Tavo's lucky day, the upset was set up by the Chargers running back duo, Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, combining for 30 points on 100 yards, Rushing, uh, 100 yards rushing and 60 yards receiving in a score between the two. Tyler Boyd grabbed a long touchdown, posting 14 and a half, and Jack Doyle had a day with 73 yards receiving and a touchdown for 16 points. But what really put Tabo over the winning edge this week was the performance from Alshon Jeffrey, hauling in nine targets for 137 yards and a touchdown for nearly a 26-point game. And Deshaun Watson overcoming New England D for 27 and a half with three passing touchdowns and one rushing. Tavo seemed to have drained David for all his points and all the respect put on his name as he proudly ends his regular season on a high note. Final score here is 134.04 to 118.92 for Tavo. And it was an incredible week for Tavo. So he Man. finished the season off on a good note there. So we did. This is very nice. And David, he's going to be entering the playoffs uh, at about the 7-5 and five record and a loss to Tavo in week 13. So... I know David's got some injuries right now, and yeah. uh, so what are you kind of thinking about David's team going forward, Owen? Well, it certainly doesn't help to lose to one of the you know bottom-tier teams at any point in the matchup, especially going straight into the playoffs with the next matchup coming up. 
that's tough. That is tough. But uh, I think he's, you know, like you said, the injuries were a huge factor for him this week. I think you can pretty much put the blame majority majority of that on the, just injuries and having to overcome that. And losing by, what was it, an 18-point deficit, 16-point deficit, um, that's not too bad. I think Zeke had, or not Zeke, Tavo had probably one of his better <laughs> games of the year. So it just, hey, sometimes it's the way things roll. Yep, and Tavo's beat me as well, so I know how that feels. Um, David's going to be looking at the playoffs, I mean, probably a little bit nervously, looking at the way his team's panned out over yeah. these last couple weeks. But, hey, all you had to do was make it to the playoffs, and you've got a chance. So I'm excited to see what happens with David's team. Uh, Tavo has been eliminated this season, so he will also be fighting for the toilet bowl. He has a three and nine record though, going into it with a nice win there. So Tavo, good luck. Yes. Next matchup up though, Owen, we got myself, the California golden Yetis, uh, at eight and four versus the area 51 fifties. You Owen at six and six. So Owen, I want to do this one a little bit differently Oh. as you may have seen by our empty show doc. <laughs> So if you could pull up our matchup, oh look, it's gonna let you do it on the desktop now. Wow, that is beautiful. So they've it's updated. About time. Yeah, fucking fourteen weeks in. So did that actually work? Um. Yep. There we. No, no, no it didn't. No, That's no. this week. Hold on. Wait. That's week fourteen. We'll let you look at week thirteen. Oh come on. I'm All new, right. I'm new. I'm new here. <laughs> Let's see. It's all right. It's just dead air. The listeners won't care at all. Uh, there we go. No. Oh, nope. That is not correct. That's not what we want at all. So, Owen, I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Okay. <laughs> I imagine you will do the same while I am uh, kind of introing our matchup here. So, in this matchup, Owen, it was very critical that you earned a victory in order to remain in playoff contention. Is this true? Right. You yeah, know, it was win or go home, basically, despite or whether Steven. You needed a little bit of help from Steve either way, but hey, this matchup was critical for you to it's get a victory. That's the way I looked at it. And stay above 500 for the season. So, this week, man. It was a little bit tough for your team starting off, like we talked about with Brett Maher on Thursday, right? He had a donut. Thanks. You also had donuts. John Brown only get nine, and you also uh, benched uh, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. That... So talk to me about that decision there, Owen, because that was Thursday night. So we'll dive into that first. So I mean, I got a lot of flack when people were saying oh, <laughs> you did. The yeah. group text lit up as soon. Okay, nothing beforehand, but as soon as he has his one play, oh my gosh, I can't believe you didn't start Kenny Galladay. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? This guy was had a third string quarterback that nobody even know how to pronounce his name correctly. David Bloch. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. You have to say it with an accent. He's not from here. Yeah, and there's no way I'm starting him against uh, against Chicago defense. I had no confidence in playing him, uh, and and he just came away with a huge seventy-five yard touchdown, which w- w- accrued for about what is it? Most of his points. Majority of a lot of them. Yeah, but he did ball. He did ball, but yeah, nobody saw that coming. But it wouldn't have mattered. No, I mean, if you even if you had traded him for Tyler Lockett, it still would have been the same outcome. So kind of a spoiler there. Yeah. But I have de- defeated you, Owen, this week, uh, 148.67 to 112.5. And in this one, Owen, the quarterbacks went against you this week, Kyler Murray versus Kirk Cousins. Kyler was not very good. Yeah, he did not look good at It was all. a struggle. So that kind of goes back into uh, my pickup of Ryan Fitzpatrick. So Kyler Murray and Josh Allen play the Steelers and the uh, Ravens this week. Yeah. Two not good matchups. Not matchups I'm excited about. Um, and Fitzmagic plays a really nice, easy stretch here. So it's going to be a decision for me definitely in this next week. Owen, uh, I will I will save the preview of next week for later, but it will be nonetheless exciting as well. Uh, in my running back spots, I had McCaffrey and Todd Gurley. You had Fournette and Josh Jacobs. So McCaffrey had a pretty slow week, actually. Yeah. You probably thought you had a chance when he was doing pretty bad, right? Yeah. It's tough to kind of anticipate when that's going to happen. And even though his floor is, as we're seeing it, 15 <laughs> Apparently points, 15. which is what I'm getting out of both my running backs. Yeah. So you had 15 from Fournette and 13 from Jacobs. Uh, I also added 20 from Todd Gurley. So he got 19 carries for 95 and a touchdown. You kind of expected a good week from him. He was playing Arizona. So yeah. I'm glad he came through there for sure. In our wide receiver spots, though, Owen. Uh, we both had a little bit of struggles. So we both had Cooper Cup 
uh, get 15, and Keenan Allen also get 15. And then as our wide receiver twos, I had Kurt get three, and Tyler Lockett didn't get a catch. I don't know what happened, man. Tyler Lockett, I got, apparently he was dealing with a sickness on top of his leg contusion, uh-huh. which I guess is an excuse. <laughs> but come on, man. With the way that Minnesota game was looking, how Russell Wilson was playing, it seemed like everyone was getting a piece of that pie except for him. I mean, he got three targets, but maybe Russell really didn't want to throw it to him because of his flu. I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess. That's crazy to me. In the tight ends, I had Mark Andrews. You had Jared Cook. Uh, That was a pretty close one. 12.5 for Andrews, 10 for Jared Cook. Uh, In the flexes, we both did pretty good, Owen, so I will pat both of us on the back here. I had 34 out of Devontae Parker. He went for 159 and 2. You had Miles Sanders go for 21. He had over 100 yards and a touchdown of his own. Uh, I I started AJ Brown. He had 45 yards, and then you started John Brown. He got you uh, a passing touchdown, which is really the difference there between him and Brown, anyway. So, which is crazy. Yeah, and then you got zero from your kicker, like I spoke about earlier, and then the uh, a big def- a big deficit here for your Patriots defense, Owen. They yeah. only had 6.8. Are you shocked by that at all? Absolutely. I figure this is another Deshaun Watson shutout for him. Like he's been shut out a couple times this season. I expected this highly to be another one of those and they came around and punched new england in the face yep and since since uh week nine new england's been pretty average on defense actually so yeah. they carry some risk going into the playoffs percent. Um, have you picked up another defense yet or do you plan on it maybe? no i mean i'm kind of trending towards ride or die with my new england defense they carried you for a lot Man. of weeks you know oh my god yeah Still considered they are still technically the number one, but as if you look the past, yeah, they built up quite a lead though. Yeah, we'll Um, see which defense we see this coming up week. Yeah, so I moved to nine and four after this matchup. Owen, you have dropped to six and seven, and the last matchup up here, Owen, can you go back to the show doc, please? Do it, sir. Thank you. well, not the last matchup, but the next matchup. The Talladega Tripugs, Josh at seven and five versus the Green Bull Packers, Hunter at four and eight. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, Owen I, fell asleep at the no, mic. I'm noticing that I am no longer connected to the internet, and I'm just trying to see what happened. What happened? All right. So, in our next matchup, we have the Talladega Tripugs going against the Green Bowl Packers. And if I had to title this matchup, it would simply be a group of question marks in bold because that is what I got from these two teams heading into their respective playoffs. It was a tough week for both squads, highlighted by Hunter's miss on not pulling Julio after a game time out designation. Hunter was also limited at best without having a single breakout performance from his team, with the highest point total coming from a pedestrian performance from Drew Brees scoring just 13.16 points. Josh and the Tripug, Tripugs were able to capitalize on the underperformance, but not... What the heck? <laughs> just click on the screen. Click No, not in the header. Click here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> underperformance, but not by much. Josh's big play performance... Our performers were struggling to live up to their respective hype, excluding solid performances from Chris Carson, who went for 21.45 against Minnesota, including an injury scare, and Allen Robinson, who put up 86 yards and a touchdown on eight receptions for 18.6 points. Not the way you want to enter playoffs, but hey, a win is a win, and a final score in this one is 104.79 to 65.86. 65 is low. The new... Uh, low is that yeah it might low. it very well could yeah. be and it's pretty bad um i don't really know what to say hunter really blew it this week it was not good and i mean we, he lost by 40 and josh only put up 100 so yeah, it's pretty bad 65 um, will never get you a win yep hunter's moving to four and eight now he is still in the uh toilet bowl so he'll be competing there and i think he's got a good shot at losing it all so yeah at this rate the talladega tripugs josh he's going to be moving to eight and five um josh is going to the playoffs on a bad win but it's a win nonetheless like you said and i mean like i said with the uh, with david earlier it doesn't matter how you make the playoffs all that matters is that you do and you get yeah. a chance but when you look at these two teams, having David lose and then having Josh basically lose if he played anybody else, that's that's really tough going into playoffs. Yeah, that's I'm sure. That's a really tough mindset to kind of try and push through and you know really be confident in your team. Yeah, and you may be feeling the same way, Owen. You left yourself out of that little list of people who lost this week. Yeah, I, I would also put myself in the category, <laughs> but I feel like as far as 
talent uh, in our squads, I feel like I'm pretty set. I feel like I'm, I feel pretty good. All right. Well, the final matchup, kind of what I almost read earlier, Shrimp Fried Guys Steve at 6-6 six and six versus the Euphoric Moneybags Christian at 8-4. and four. With Steve's team clinging to life and Christian's team fighting for a first-round bye, this matchup had the makings of the most important of the season for any team. For the Shrimp Fried Guys, Lamar Jackson continued his MVP season against San Francisco, posting 26 fantasy points on the back of 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. David Montgomery also had a decent showing, posting 17 points. Steve Star receiver duo of Devontae Adams and DJ Moore, that's right, not Odell Beckham, combined for 36 points, but it just wasn't enough as Diggs could not score enough Monday night to push Steve to victory. Christian's team was again formidable, posting the week's highest scoring total behind a great performance from his entire team, really. Uh, His running backs, Saquon and Zeke, combined for 33, and he was able to get decent games from his starting receivers, but the flexes is what led Christian's team to victory this week. Julian Edelman went over 100 yards in a touchdown, and Derrick Henry balled out again, scoring 26 on 166 total yards and a touchdown. Christian locked up a first-round bye with a victory and flushed Stevens' championship dreams right into the toilet bowl. Final score in this one, 120.27 to 148.93. And Owen, I left out the very important caveat of this matchup that Steve left enough points on his bench in the form of Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis. Yeah, which is the utmost irony for Steven and the shrimp fried Geis. I love irony. It is insane <laughs> how we ended up here. For, and I can't believe, like, if, if I was in Steven's position, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I mean, luckily enough, he's probably going to get be a first round out in the toilet bowl. But, man, to be that close yeah. yet so far. Yep, because he was of, just a simple decision away. Because, oh, and like I mentioned earlier, you lost. Uh, Steve yeah. could have won and earned a spot in the playoffs. And, man, his his season has come to an end. It doesn't help that he went against the number one team. Unfortunately, that is his fate. Yep, and Christian had a great week. He uh, was the highest scoring team, but I do want to put in there, Owen, that I was only .26 away. Yep, I've been there before. So, very sad. Um, But Christian is the highest scoring team of the week, so congrats to him. Steve, you've been eliminated. Good luck in the toilet bowl. I'm sure you'll be all right, so don't even worry about having to learn that dance. Christian, you're 9-4. You've locked up that first round bye. Nice job. I would have loved to see Steven in the playoffs and see how his run would have went. But you know what? The better team goes forward. In this <laughs> yep. And I mean, you're both six and seven. So it really could have been either one of you. But either way, great job, Steve, to a solid season. You really fought back there, but it just came a little bit short. So... Uh, the next thing up here, we got the week 13 sleeper report. So the best manager this week was actually Jared and, uh, he was the best manager by, he said a 94% perfect possible lineup. Steve was the worst manager, only scored 65%. Those are his two guys, but he could have had 184 Owen. Wow. Incredible. The biggest wow. blowout this week, Josh beating Hunter by 59%. Uh, the narrow victory was Tavo beating David. The high score of the week was Christian. Lowest score was Hunter. Tavo overachieved his projection by 14%. Hunter missed his projection by 45%. Good Lord. The quarterback of the week, uh, Aaron Rodgers for David, scored 30 points. Interesting. Running back of the week, Derrick Henry for Christian, scored 26. Wide receiver of the week, uh, very close to my heart, Devontae Parker, 34. Tight end of the week, Jack Doyle for Tavo, 16 points. Kicker of the week, fucking once Will again, Lutz, man. Once again. Ugh, I hate Just kicked him to the curb. I did. Greg Zerline, <laughs> I'm such a homer. Defense of the week, Diego's Tennessee Titans. So, excellent week 13. Again, thank you, Sleeper, for providing us that very nice report. Uh Oh, and next up here, though, we got the podcast pick'em update. Uh-oh. It's, yeah. I see a lot of red in my column. There is a lot of red in your column. I'm so, this a- week, Owen, I got three correct and you got one. So I picked Josh, Jared, and myself to win. I got those correct. I also picked David and Steve. They, however, lost. You picked Hunter, Diego, David, and Owen. They all lost. And you picked Christian to win. So you got one point there. Nice Scroll down grace. just a bit here, Owen. Total 42 to 35. So you will be being doused with seven cups of water. I'm ready. 
<laughs> I'm ready for it, man. I I don't know what happened, where the t- t- when the tide turned, but here I am with seven cups. <laughs> yep, and I I have it all lit, uh, written down week by week, Owen. So I will show you where the tides turned. Oh no! And do, hey, Owen, do you want to do these cups of water tonight or next week? Next week, yeah. Okay, it'll be my. Are you gonna wear your swim trunks? Uh, with the amount of seven cups, I could drown. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> will that be your last episode? Uh, have we announced that to all the listeners yet Owen yeah well if you're just if you're not in the in the, in the need to know I will be heading off to the east coast here um, by the 19th so I think I got one more in me for sure maybe a second one maybe two more so Owen I will be dousing you with water on your last podcast of your career potentially <laughs> and on that note we will bring on Christian. So uh, Christian was, again, the highest scoring team. Second time in, what, three weeks, Owen? Yeah. So everybody, welcome back. Christian. Mr. Owner of the Euphoric Money Bags. All right, everybody. So we got Christian on the line here. He is uh, returning for the second time in three weeks as the highest scoring team in the league. Uh, Christian, welcome on the podcast. Yes, sir. You know who it is. Free band swoops. Yeah. One and only. Euphoric money bags. Welcome uh, again, sir. Nine and four coming off of a big victory against Steve to eliminate him. And he you have uh locked up that first two seed there and got the bye week. So how you feeling? Pretty good, man. You know, it's the the, the cards have been played, you know. They have, man. And man, so to send Steve home, how does that feel? I'm very grateful, by the way. Yeah, Owen is eternally grateful for you sending Steve back into the toilet bowl. I owe you heavy. You know, man, it just happens, man. I throw them out there and they perform. Yeah, you had 148, and uh, me and you were super close for the highest scoring team. Uh, Really close. Were you worried at all that – who did you have Monday night? It was Jacob Hollister, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, and I think I wasn't. I wasn't worried about it no more, man. The game was over. I honestly didn't even think I was gonna get it. Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) I was looking at it, and then there was like I didn't even because I guess I must have looked at my phone or something. But I saw that Jacob Hollister's points went up, but I didn't see him catch a ball. So I was like, eh, maybe there's a stat correction, but it never came through for me. So you locked that up there. Yeah, the last drive, and then my. uh, my defense for some reason added a point too i believe like in the before during the last game or something like that oh so maybe hollister didn't get a catch maybe your defense got a point added i want to say so because i I think i ended up with like nine but when the game ended i swear it was at eight because i had raven's defense on my bench and i had carolina and Uh carolina had eight they had eight but they had less than the ravens so i don't know it probably did add something to Maybe. Well, if that's the case, I'm just going to take that point off of yours and make myself the highest scoring team. <laughs> man, it's already been said and done, man. No, no, no. I can change everything. <laughs> hey, so, Christian, you uh, you didn't make any moves on the waivers this week. Uh, were you just kind of ha- hanging on for next week there, even though because you had the buy or what? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I was looking at what the matchup's looking like next week and whatnot. Um, and you were feeling all right? I, yeah, I think I'm pretty set and done with uh, with my squad, man. I mean, there might be some last minute changes. You never know, but I've been I've been searching through that uh, through that waiver. Um, yeah, there's not a whole yeah. lot. It's getting pretty it's dry not out a whole there. Lot out, yeah, it's pretty dry out there. It's really only for defenses and kickers now, most for the most part. For sure. So, I want to get your takes here on the. Uh, should we do the toilet bowl or the playoffs? I want to both. I definitely want to know where you're thinking it's going to end up with a toilet bowl. So who do you who do you got this week in the toilet bowl? You got you got Tavo versus Hunter, and you got Steve versus uh, um, Diego. This is definitely coming down to my boy Young Stalifa and Tavo for sure. Yeah, that's oh, man. man. That's I think we both picked the same, right, Owen? Oh, this is. We threw that timeline way off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Tavo, I do believe he uh, he might pull this one off. We're looking at those a little bit, and it's going to be close for sure. And Diego, the same thing. Diego's team sucked all year, but Steve, he's he's coming in pretty hot, even though he lost to you there. Um, so that's some pretty good picks. But in the, in the playoffs, you got me versus Owen, and you got David versus Josh. What are you thinking about these ones? Who's coming out on top? This is close, man. This is close. For honestly. sure. Um, 
It's definitely a position you're glad to not be in right now, man. It's tough times right here. It is, man. That's why I was trying to secure that that, uh, that first week, round bye. The bye week's so crucial. Yeah, cause I was looking at my matchups for this week, and I swear it's like all orange. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Not even yellow, just all orange. <laughs> it's just like all orange. I think the only uh, only one with green is like Derrick Henry. Yeah. every week. Yeah. But wow. you get the week off, so no big deal. Yeah, no biggie, man. This week is for uh, my other league. Actually, I got a league where I'm fighting for the last playoff spot. Ah. Fourth, yeah, we only got four spots. I'm in the fourth spot right now. Ooh, four, four slim pickings. Excuse me? I said four is slim pickings. Man, Better to have like six teams. But who you who you picking out of Josh and David? I'm going to have to go with Josh. Oh, yeah. that's what the projections have as well. Um, what about me and Owen? What do you think in there? I'm going to have to go with... I'm starting Galladay, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Owen, man. He has all my... He has your team. Exactly. He has former money bags on there. That's true. They <laughs> might they might have got some magic money bag dust rubbed off on them. I'm going to need it. 20 pieces. <laughs> I'm going to need it. Damn. Well, I feel disrespected on my own show. Good. Good. He knows where the truth lies. <laughs> no shade. It's going to be a close one. Man. For sure, close. man. Oh, man. we I played Owen. This is now the second week in a row, so it's coming down to it for us. Uh, we're facing off. What fucking every week it seems at this point, yeah, man. It's it gonna like be it. it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. CMC, man, he can throw up a fifty piece anytime. That he could. Is so that true. is he's my X factor, hundred percent. And you called that from the get go. Yeah, that's the biggest X factor in the league, I believe. Oh, hundred percent. With Christian McCaffrey being his MVP for his team, who would you say for your squad has been your MVP this year? Interesting. Hands down, Derrick Henry. Dude. I think so too, yeah. man. He's I been super we, steady. I think we touched about it last week, but man, it's it's true. It's absolutely true. With Saquon and Zeke and Leonard Fournette all coming through your team, and then Dude, man, you got Derrick Henry just locked down the entire time. Hasn't missed a beat. One of the only true believers. Yeah. Been my sleeper pick all. Year. He was my sleeper pick all preseason, man. I, I seen it coming. Yeah. You think he would be a first round pick next year? He has to be no later than mid-second round. No way. I mean, there's so many running backs, it's going to be hard. Like, number one, obviously, CMC. Yeah. And then it's probably going to be Dalvin Cook. And then it's really a toss-up after that. Yeah, it's hard because you look at guys like Saquon, Kamara, Zeke, Fournette. Like, it's stacked at running back, and it's hard to pick them. But uh, Derrick Henry's been a baller all year. So, solid pick there. Definitely your MVP. But Christian, we do appreciate you coming on to the show. Uh, we will be talking to you probably again in a couple weeks when you have a matchup against not me because I'll see you in the championship. Well, I feel you, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I feel you. I appreciate y'all. But I, Wait, I never mind, never mind. Uh, you, no, play, yes. <laughs> you play me or Owen next week. He, he said it himself. Yeah. He heard it here first. I will see you in not the for me, round he two. He said not for me. He said, no. I'll see what, man, I'm going to see somebody next week. We'll see, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Christian. We appreciate it. Appreciate y'all, man. Okay. So thank you, Christian, for uh, your guest appearance here on our podcast. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck in your playoff matchup next week since you did get that first round by. You yeah, won't be playing. Be nice. So must be nice. Yep. Good luck next week unless it's me. Um, so on that note, Owen, let's now jump right into the standings. Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me where I stand. Okay, so the power rankings this week. Uh, we have only six teams, so we did a special edition playoffs version of our power rankings, and we had... Uh, five votes this week on the six teams total, so one of the playoff teams at least didn't vote, but I know Steve voted, at least he said he did, so that means two of you. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. Um, uh, from the bottom, though, we got David in sixth place. Uh, you, Owen, in fifth. Wow. In fourth place, Josh. In third place, myself. Second place, Jared. And first place, Christian. Well, I have no problems in the top, okay? Christian, Jared, I like. Zach, I can understand. Uh-huh. Josh has no business being in that top four. 
Wow. And hot I'm, takes with Owen. Well, I'm just it's I mean, 100 points is not going to win you a game in the playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. Owen, I just had a really good idea. I'm sorry. What's that? We should have a segment called Owen's Red Hot Takes since your hair is red. Wow, if only we did that from the jump. <laughs> a little late here. Damn it. But uh That is a gold mine. If my hot take is that Josh will not surpass wow in the next round of playoffs very interesting so yeah wow owen that is a hot take indeed owen's, owen's red hot takes. owen's first red hot take wow um the regular standings now owen the ones that actually matter uh we'll go from the bottom here so this is the toilet bowl and the 10 seed diego at 2 and 11 the only team owen to uh have double digit losses this season can't feel good but there's always next year yeah it was not a great season for him, but uh, he'll be back next year to fight. He's got a rich history that I'm sure he does not want to be tarnished by this 2-11 and 11 finish. In ninth place, Tavo at 4-9. and nine. In eighth place, Hunter also at 4-9. and nine. And in seventh place, Steve at 6-7. and seven. So that is our toilet bowl. They will all be fighting it out uh, for the very sad crown of being the biggest loser. Yes, our biggest turd. <laughs> and our playoff championship bracket here in sixth place we got owen at six and seven the highest scoring team owen wow thank you thank you i mean and it means absolutely nothing because i barely made it into the playoffs look at that emoji are. smiling and crying, he's laughing at how, which is exactly at how miserable that is to have the highest scoring team and a sixth place record smile with tears in her eyes that is exactly my expression throughout the whole last week and fifth place, we had David, Team Knock on Wood, if you're with me, at seven and six. In fourth place, Josh at eight and five. In third place, myself at nine and four. In second place, uh, Christian, nine and four. So just 18 points ahead of me there, Owen. I was really close to getting that first round by. Yeah, very close. And it came down to, you know, Christian becoming that uh, uh, number one team of the week. Yeah. And man, that sucks. The first round by means a lot. It does. I was really trying to get it, um, but it just didn't work out. So Christian got that second spot there. And in first place, Jared at 10 and 3. So Jared had a pretty great season. Well he was, uh, yeah, absolutely. Only had three losses. I know one of them is myself. Owen, did you beat him? I did. Yeah, once. All right. Well, two of your losses are sitting right here in your ears, Jared. Um, and man, so I think, what is it? You highest scoring, Jared second, Christian third, me fourth. Yeah, I'd put that there. Oh, by one point on David there. Look at that. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Yay, I'm fourth. And Josh in fifth place or sixth place there in the uh, in the highest scoring in terms of highest scoring, that is. What so, I'm noticing here is I am the highest scorer, but I am also the highest points against as well, which is insane. Like, what? Yeah, you are. And I, I see at the top, uh, Christian and Jared only had 1,600 points against them basically, in wow. the 1,600s. So. so some good matchups in, that worked out in their favor. Yep, I had 1,700, so it was about uh, only 100 off from mine. So I, I did have a lot of close matchups, I felt like. There were not a lot where I blew somebody out or got blown out, maybe only one or two here and there. So uh, solid season for myself as well. I, I had a good time. I just think it's crazy. There's a 237-point difference between me and first place as far as <laughs> points against. That is crazy. Yeah, no, it's, it's nuts. And, I mean, it's just it's tough and that's the reason you're six and seven really and that's just it's hard you can't really do anything wow. about that wow fantasy is a cruel cruel mistress you just gotta play who's on your schedule right yep all right so that is our uh power rankings and our standings for this week and on that note Owen, we will take a look at week 14 the Let's playoff I've been, preview i've been excited for this since we started and we've got something very special so we're done with that old madden drop what is this the regular season owen oh no it's not the regular season Far from it. this is the playoffs so we will bring in this brand new drop what that Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So everybody, the playoffs are here. This is what we've been waiting for all season. 
And uh, Owen, do you want to break down the toilet bowl first or the playoffs first? I think we should go into the toilet bowl because there's a there's you know a lot. Yeah, I mean, you can pretty much see what's going to be going on. Read the tea leaves and understand how things are going to play out. At least. So we'll take a look at it. Oh, and let's real quick then jump into uh, Steve versus Diego. So Steve, the shrimp fried guys at six and seven versus Diego at two and eleven. And oh, and the quarterbacks here. We got Lamar Jackson versus Matt Ryan. We got Mark Ingram and David Montgomery versus Philip Lindsay and Aaron Jones. We got De- uh, Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham versus Amari Cooper and Golden Tate. In the tight end spot, we got Zach Ertz versus George Kittle on Diego's side. Uh, in the flexes, DJ Moore and Stefan Diggs versus Emmanuel Sanders and Joe Mixon. So, Owen, the projections in this one, they are 129.76 in favor of Steve to 118.05. So a pretty pretty large gap there, 11 points. And what are you thinking about this matchup looking at it? Well, MVP Lamar Jackson against Buffalo, it's gonna it's gonna happen for him. It's gonna be a great game for him. He's projected twenty five. I say he that is his floor. Um, be lucky to expect twenty five points from Lamar. Matt Ryan against Carolina with the news of Ron Rivera getting kicked out of Carolina. That's huge because he is their defensive uh, head head over there. Uh, I'm not sure if he was in fact calling the plays, but then you know things are gonna be looking a lot different for that. Carolina defense so I'm not sure how things are going to sway from Matt Ryan but I have a good feeling he's going to get about where he's projected at 20 with Mark Ingram and David Montgomery it's a toss-up because Mark Ingram against a solid Buffalo defense that's tough but we'll see how Buffalo handles Lamar and Mark Ingram in that entire run offense Um, I do like Philip Lindsay against Houston and Aaron Jones against Washington I think that's going to work in Diego's favor Um, as far as David Montgomery against Dallas that's tough this could right be now. a huge upset for Diego. I mean, wow. man, imagine if he pulled this victory off. It'd be incredible to watch. Absolutely. It would. And I think the uh, the real advantage here, though, is I think the receiver spot for Steve. And that's where he went early in the draft, like we spoke about many a times. So he has uh, pretty good receivers there, just as his one and two. Devontae and Odell. Odell's been pretty bad, but, I mean, you still got to play him. He's playing the Bengals. That's about as good as it gets matchup-wise. Uh, he's also got DJ Moore, who's panned out really, really well. So very excited to see how that works out for Steve. But Owen, if you were to pick somebody in this matchup, which you will, because we will be doing a uh, playoff edition of our um, podcast Pick'em. So Owen, okay. who are you picking? Well, looking at it, man, Titans defense, Jaguars defense, that's tough. Uh let me look at their benches here. I don't really see much movement. Maybe Robert Woods against Seattle for Diego. Maybe Stephen finally plays Darius Geis. Maybe mm, plays maybe. Adrian Peterson. Maybe James, plays White, James White, too. Also like, had a oh my huge goodness. day on his bench. Yeah. The way I see it, Stephen, if he makes the right moves, I think there's a couple moves he can make to ensure victory. I just don't see Diego overcoming it. Give me Stephen to pull himself out of the toilet bowl. Ah, oh, man. I will also take Steve because I think it's a safe pick. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick Diego's team at this point. And I mean, that's just the truth of it. So I will also take uh, Steve there. And so we have matched up on that one. The next matchup in the toilet bowl, though, we got Tavo Zeke of Nature at four and nine versus Hunter also at four and nine. So in this one, Owen, we got Deshaun Watson uh, on Tavo's side versus Tom Brady for Hunter. We got Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler versing uh, Le'Veon Bell and Tariq Cohen in the running back spot. In the wide receivers, we got Michael Gallup and Alshon Jeffrey versus Jamison Crowder and Julio Jones on uh, Hunter's side. If Julio plays, if not, I'm sure he'll leave him in the lineup because that's what Hunter does. Just kidding. <laughs> in the tight end spot, we got Jack Doyle uh, versus... Uh-oh. Sorry, some technical difficulties over Technical here. difficulties. Owen lost the spot. He's falling asleep <laughs> on his laptop again. I'm just pressing buttons. <laughs> just aimlessly. Nope, other matchup. Oh, my, oh my goodness. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Are we there yet? Yep. Here Owen, are. are we professionals or not? I accidentally pressed <laughs> a button on my touchpad. In the tight end spot, Jack Doyle versus Greg Olson. In the flexes, Tavo has Tyler Boyd versus Ronald Jones. And Hunter has Calvin Ridley and Cortland Sutton. So, Owen, looking at this matchup, what are you thinking? Well, kind of looking at it, it's 
honestly a toss-up. I think this is going to be a lot closer than people are thinking. Deshaun Watson against Denver, I like. But Tom Brady, man, has he been looking his age? Uh, especially the past couple weeks. It's been looking pretty tough for him. But it's a good Kansas City matchup. Um, give me Deshaun Watson in that. Um, wide receivers are looking very good. Um, well, I'd say pretty decent on both sides. Alshon Jeffrey has a great matchup after a huge game uh, last week. Michael Gallup against Chicago. I still think he has a big play in him. Tyler Boyd can go off at any point. Uh, but it really comes down to Hunter and what Julio Jones is going to be able to do. He's still set with the Calvin Ridley Julio Jones at this point. And Carlos, uh, Carl Sutton, that's going to be another tough start against Houston. So, man, I think it's going to come down to that. Ronald Jones, I'm really hoping doesn't play him because Indy's rush offense is tough for Tabo. Um, looking on his bench, Adam Thielen is still questionable. You have uh, Tyrell Williams for Oakland, who's also been playing very questionable, and Valdez Scantling for some reason. Um, man, if I had to choose, I think Tavo has a strong possibility of pulling himself out of here, actually. He really does. And, I mean, he put together a good week last week. Um, it could very well be Hunter going into the uh, toilet bowl here. So, Owen, real, real quick, scroll up. Let me take a look at the running backs. So, yeah, it's hard to pick against Tavo's team. You're taking Tavo? I'm taking Tavo. I'll take Tavo as well. All right, Tavo, don't let us down. Yeah, you can't. Oh, man, this is exciting. So Tavo has a real chance here. Looking at his matchups, I mean, he has a good possibility of earning this dub this week. And, man, he's got to make a little bit of crucial decisions, seeing what happens with Thielen. But him coming back definitely doesn't hurt. So, Owen, that is it for the uh, toilet bowl. If you could please bring up the first matchup here. We got Cooking with Dalvin on a bye. You fork money bags on a bye. That leaves Team Knock on Wood if you're with me. David at 7-6 and six versus the Talladega Tripugs. Josh at 8-5. and five. And in this one, the early projections have it in favor of Josh. 60% uh, to 40%, a 6-point spread here. Uh, they are tied up at quarterback 22-point projections for both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. In the running back spot, we got Nick Chubb and Chris Carson for Josh versus James Conner and Devin Singletary for David. I do not believe James Conner will be playing, though, and he will have to make a move. In the wide receiver spot, Josh has Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson versus Michael Thomas and DJ Chark with Gardner Minshew coming back. In the tight end spot, Josh has Hunter Henry versus David's Darren Waller. In the flexes, Josh will be flexing James Washington and Debo Samuel versus Devonta Freeman and Kenyon Drake. So this matchup, Owen, the uh, four and the five seeds facing off here. And man, it'll be as close as any matchup we could imagine. Yeah, I think, like I said, this is going to be one of those tough, tough matchups. These two teams going in from last week in the regular season, looking pretty questionable. But man, it is going to be a great matchup. This to me is going to be one to watch. It would be the matchup of the week if it wasn't for us going to get at it once again. Yep, spoiler alert. Yes, that will be happening. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it only leaves us. So, yeah. I, and it, you know what? To me, it really is going to come down to a couple things. David is is still dealing with a lot of injuries. Like we said, James Conner is probably not going to get the start. And then who he was relying on, Marlon Mack, is also questionable at this point. T.Y. Hilton doesn't even know if he's going to be able to play another game for the rest of the season. So it's looking very tough for David. I would love to see these guys healthy in a matchup that would shake up from there. But looking as it is now... These playoff matchups will be tough to pick. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I kind of want to like take a second to look at it. I like DJ Chark uh, with Gardner Minshew. I think that's going to be his bread and butter there. Allen Robinson, I think, will have a tough time uh, against Dallas defense. And Chris Godwin, who has been Josh's just play uh, playmaker, has been looking pedestrian the past couple weeks. Except like he had like 30-something points, didn't he not? Uh, not that last week he had seven. What and did he? The week before was his big week, right? Let's find out right now. Who did he play? All right, as it stands, uh, last week he did put up a seven point outing, and then ah, he put thirty six against Atlanta. Okay, and twelve, ten, ten before that. So he's probably going to get somewhere between ten and fifteen, I'd imagine. Um, I think that's probably a good bet for him. Oh, they haven't projected a fourteen. I should be a fantasy guru. Wow, good job. <laughs> um. 
Man, Michael Thomas, though, he's got the Niners. That's a tough draw for David. Uh, with the running backs, he's going to have to sub in somebody for James Conner. Scroll down to his bench, please, Owen. I want to see who he's got. He has no running backs, so he really needed uh, Rashad yep. Penny. He needed Mar- Yeah, he did. He should have actually put up a little bit more money up front. But hindsight's twenty twenty on yeah, that one, though. Exactly. So Maybe he Marlon- might be. He might just be. Well, he has. Does he have another running back in his flex? He could be. Uh, yep, he's got Kenyon Drake. So maybe he'll flex um, a receiver or a tight end. He also has Devonta Freeman in the flex. So he's gonna have to move those and start somebody else in that spot there. Do you like Kenyon so, Drake against Pittsburgh more though, uh, more so than let's say Curtis Samuel or Sterling Shepard? Um, well, I think he'll have probably play one of those two in that spot, would he not? I don't know because he's going to be moving one of those running backs into his flex. True. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What so, about Devin? Into his regular. What about Devin spot? No, you got to keep Singletary in, uh, even the matchup against Baltimore. Really? I think just he gets enough touches that you're going to have a good chance of getting uh, maybe a touchdown with him um, this week because they're going to be fighting tooth and nail trying to stay in the game with the uh, Ravens offense probably yeah. having a great week. So true, man. This matchup Owen is going to be very close, but I think I'm going to take Josh. Wow. Yeah, the way it looks, Nick Chubb against Cincinnati. I actually think Cincinnati has put up a good defense these past couple of weeks. I think they're sh- kind of shifting things to be a better defense. We'll see. Nick Chubb is still the man out there in Cleveland. Chris Carson against your Rams. How do you feel about that? He's probably going to be pretty decent. I mean, he played the Rams pretty well last time, caught a receiving touchdown on us, but I think that's probably Rashad Penny's wheelhouse now. But, hey, I'm happy I traded Chris Carson. Yeah, no. It was I don't want to have to play him against the Rams in the first week, so that's yeah. tough. But I am playing Rashad Penny, but whatever. That's besides the point. What what I think this is strictly going to come down to is the quarterback play, though, most more so than everything. Russell Wilson had a tough matchup last week. He did play really well, but fantasy-wise, he didn't have a great week. For sure, and Aaron Rodgers has a great matchup against Washington. Yeah, Their yeah. defense has been playing just a bit better, but not much. So it's still a good matchup for Rodgers. He's going to be playing them in Lambeau Field. In December, this is where Rogers balls out. Yeah. Um, very exciting. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take David. Taking? I'm taking David? David because of Aaron Rodgers. Has, he was the the bread and butter for him last year, and he's got he very well could week. do the same thing this week. So yeah. all right, you're taking David. I'm yeah. taking Josh. The, David, if he plays the cards right, I pick David. Yeah. The next matchup, though, Owen, a very exciting one. Uh, we will be facing off for the second week in a row. Wow. Third, Third time, time this, this year. Yeah. I am going for the full sweep. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm 2-0 against you, Owen. I'm going to be looking to be uh, hitting 3-0. and Early projections in this one have me favored by 8 points, 138 to 130. Um, in the quarterback spot, it's Kirk Cousins versus one of my three. In the running back spot, you have Fournette and Josh Jacobs um, versus Christian McCaffrey and Todd Gurley for myself. In the wide receivers, I have Kenny. Or you have Kenny Galladay and Tyler Lockett. I have Suction Cup, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Parker. In the tight end spot, we got Jared Cook versus Mark Andrews. In the flexes, you will be flexing Miles Sanders and Keenan Allen versus Christian Kirk and Rashad Penny. Um, so, Owen, this matchup, the most important of our three matchups by far, seeing as it is a playoff matchup. What are you thinking about this week? A lot is going to go into this matchup. I mean, like we said in the intro, no holding back. Every decision matters. And looking at it from top down, Kirk Cousins against Detroit, I like it It's a, a good lot. matchup. I'm really hoping Adam Thielen is healthy for this game, though, because I think that's going to really push him over the limit. I still don't know what you're going to do at quarterback. I'm hoping you can fill me in there. So my quarterback, Owen, I got Josh Allen versus Baltimore, like I said, uh, Ky- uh, Kyler Murray against Pittsburgh, and Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Jets, and they're all projected within like one point of each other, not even. And man, it's been, it's been making me wild, Owen. I don't know what I'm gonna do because okay, so Kyler Murray sucked last week. Um, Josh Allen was great, but his matchup's tough, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is He's a very wild card. volatile. Wild card. He's wild card. <laughs> He's super volatile, and um, but he has a good matchup against the Jets. So I really don't know there. I can't even fill you in at this point, to be honest with you. My thing, though, if I was in your position, is that 
I I don't know if I could pull the trigger on just pulling somebody in the quarterback position, you know. Like that is tough. That is tough. It is. And man, I've been starting Kyler and Josh Allen for most of the season, but their time may have come, man. Look yeah. at Fitzpatrick. He's yeah. been having a great week and oh, it's you're relying on the Dolphins. That's all I'm It's just, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I may be overthinking it and I'm going to end up fucking losing cuz I start somebody dumb, but that's besides the point as well. So the running backs, Owen, Fournette versus the Chargers and Josh Jacobs, who I hear is playing with a fractured shoulder. Yeah, that it's something I kind of heard a couple of weeks ago that there may be an injury that Jacobs has been overcoming week to week, but he has certainly hasn't been playing injured. Like well, he, his workload has been slightly decreased. I know you've complained true. about it. Even though he went over 100 yards, um, he just hasn't been touching as much as he was early in the season, and that right. probably is due to his shoulder injury. And are you worried at all that they shut him down with their season kind of unraveling towards the end of the season here? They still have a shot. Um, I'm not counting the Raiders out. They just have been playing bad. They really have not bad. been playing good football. And they've been... It, what really concerned me is when Gruden pulled uh, his team during that Jets game. It made no sense to me. Like, why do that? So, I don't know. Anything could happen, I guess, in Oakland. Um, we'll see. I'm still going to push forward with Josh Jacobs because he is prime to to at least put up his uh, floor here at 16 i mean yeah you have to ride with him um my running backs mccaffrey versus atlanta and todd Gurley versus seattle so two decent matchups nothing's phenomenal but i think they're two good running backs so i'm excited to have them uh, in my starting lineup this week in my wide receivers i got cooper cup and Devonte parker you've got galladay and tyler lockett um Galladay's playing Minnesota, Tyler Lockett, the Rams, Cooper Cup, Seattle, Devontae Parker, the Jets. So in this one, the projections have me favored, but it's it's a toss-up, really. I mean, if your guys catch a long touchdown, that's kind of their bread and butter. My guys are more uh, PPR, just like get a bunch of catches. So if you get right. a big catch, then anything could happen. The talent is there on both sides. It's just for me, I have question marks, especially with the the, the donut that Lockett served to me. Yeah, are you, uh, are you thinking at all that you want to bench him maybe this week? Or have you have you even considered that? Looking past the last three games for Tyler Lockett has not been good. He, it has not. He has been on a roll up until about week 10. And from there, he suffered leg contusion, which I guess has been a big problem. And again, with the sickness. But, man, if he's going to have a get-right game, it's got to be against the Rams in a divisional matchup that's going to matter big time. On Sunday night, nonetheless. So right. it's a big game for sure. Him and Cooper Cup both facing off in that Sunday night matchup um, in the tight end spot. We got Jared Cook and Andrews. So they're facing off again. Both competed very well last week. And in the flexes, I will be starting, like I said, Rashad Penny and Christian Kirk. Um, Penny versus the Rams, Kirk versus the Steelers. You got Sanders versus the Giants, and Keenan Allen versus the Jaguars. So, Owen, I really quickly want to dive into the defense. We don't normally do this, but my projected defense has 14 points. Do you see that? I do. That is very strange. Outstanding. Yeah, they're playing the Redskins, though, so it's very possible in Lambeau. Yeah. I started the Packers. Um, the Patriots defense, Owen versus Kansas City. Are you worried about that at all? I am, but looking at the past two weeks for Patrick Mahomes, he is. Yeah, they've been a little slower. And the running back carousel that is happening over in Kansas City has been really concerning. It has been. So where does the offense come from there at this point against a solid defense in Patriots? I mean, I guess it'll uh, come down to whether or not Tyreek Hill is completely healthy because he'll be he'll be needed for sure with the running back carousel 100%. that they have. Damian Williams projected to play this week, I believe. But, man, who even wants to go down that road? He'll be staying on my bench for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's on my IR spot right now. They want me to get somebody out. I might just drop him. I'm not really sure yet. There's a chance that I pull Miles Sanders, depending on the news with Dalvin Cook. I know they might. Yep, you've got him. Madison in that big trade that we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that could really come back to bite me in the ass for sure. But, <laughs> man. Madison versus Detroit, if he gets in there, uh, man, I'm worried about it for sure. Even if he gets 60, 65% of the share in the backfield, that's I'm, probably enough. I'd be willing to do it. Yeah, it would be a good start. So, Owen, are you picking yourself in this matchup? I'm going to have to. Yes, it you are. It all comes and down I will pick to this. Myself. It all comes down to this, ladies and gentlemen. It does. I can't believe it, man. We are hosting a podcast together and we are facing off for the second week in a row. For the third uh, time in the season. In the playoffs. All the marbles. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So if if I lose, 
uh, this will be my last podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> if Owen loses, he's leaving the leaving the entire yeah. side of the country. Yeah, so. I will be far away from this entire bullshit. <laughs> he's gonna be hiding his face, changing his name, uh, living a whole new life. So yeah, that is it for our show this week, everybody. We do appreciate you tuning in uh, to the six teams in the playoffs. Good luck in your matchups, and I mean, not you, Owen. Sorry. Thank you. All right. Good luck, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Best of luck. Hopefully see you next week.